Welcome to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast, where we discuss how the gospel brings us together and keeps us together. We are your hosts, Kenny King. And I'm William Marshall, and we want to encourage Christians to think through how our lives and our churches can be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of Diversity and Fellowship. I'm here with Pastor Kenny King, and we have been uh, started a series that we're calling the Woke War. Yes, right. And we're uh, we're kind of looking at different battlegrounds, different battles uh, where the idea of wokeness is in play. Um, and today we're going to look at the battle over diversity, equity, and inclusion, which is commonly referred to by the acronym of DEI, right, Pastor yes. Kenny? That's and right. so uh, it's kind of the diversity in training, it's been called that in the past, but, but DEI is kind of what it's being referred to now. And so uh, each week we've kind of looked at where where this is happening, or we've called it the parties to the battle. Yes. So, Pastor Kenny, where is this battle? What are the parties to this battle? Yeah, so the parties to this battle are you have companies and you even have government agencies who, who try to foster the idea of DEI in the workplace. And okay. so they have training. Yeah. Um, that they do. And then they have hiring practices that they, you know, right. Institute so that mm-hmm. they can foster diversity and equity and inclusion within mm-hmm. their workplace. But right. many companies, they go beyond that. Right. And sometimes government agencies do as well. And so they try to, you know, pr- promote DEI through their products. The products that they offer are through advertising. Commercials yeah. they make, right, right, uh, billboards, things like that, and so you have companies who are who are doing it in the workplace and and in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Then you have investors, and there there's another acronym that's used um, for investors. Where oh, oh, another one. Here we go. ESG. ESG. That's, not to be confused with ESV. No, not the ESV. Particular Bible E-S-G, translation we enjoy. ESG, which stands for environmental, social, and governance. And so you have these companies, these investors who are looking for those standards when they determine which companies they invest in. And so DEI Mm -hmm. kind of falls in that social part of that. Mm -hmm. And so, but they're still, you know, got a mindset on, we're going to make sure that we are investing money responsibly, so to speak. Um, and so then you have universities who are trying to promote DEI on their campuses, whether it's with the faculty, faculty and staff and the students, yeah. the student body. They're trying to foster that in in that way. And then you have, you know, the political right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you have people who oppose the DEI, and sometimes it's not just the political right. Some, so the, And this is yeah. kind of the other side, right? The other side. See, all those right. that you've just listed, the companies, government, the investors, and universities, they're all positive, right? This is... For D, the most part, DEI yes. is, for the most part, a good thing, right? Yes. Something we should be promoting. But then the other group is... Yeah, you know, you, you have companies, you have investors, you have universities who don't promote those things, but mm-hmm. they generally fall onto the political right, who's kind of against these um, DEI 
initiatives okay. for many different reasons, but we'll we'll get into more detail as to why when we talk about the fronts in the battle. Okay. Right? The why they are against um, these different DEI initiatives. Right. So, brother, what is one of the, what is the first front in well, the battle? Right. So, we identified the party as the, you know, companies yes. and government agencies. And so, that's obviously one front, right? There are workplaces, government institutions who are striving really hard to make sure that they have DEI in place, that they're doing training, um, that they're hiring process, which I think is what's been. I mean, the training has been controversial because some people push against the, just the training. Yes. Um, but another one that's very controversial is the hiring process. Right. Because if I'm getting ruled out yes. because I'm white, I'm in, I'm on the majority party, that's going to make me mad, right? Yes. I mean, that's going to make me frustrated, and I don't like this. And uh, and then you have even the, the, the accusation of now you're being racist. Yes. Right? Because you're not. You hear that a lot when it comes right. to this, is that this is just another way to discriminate. Mm-hmm. You're not hiring me because of, my, because of color, color of my skin. Yes. You know? And so, I mean, that's definitely one of the fronts where I think we're seeing it explode. That's um, where you're seeing the battle take place. Yeah. And, you know, going in with kind of the government institutions, you have the government institutions in the sense to where, depending on which party is in power, they try to promote the uh, within the government. And mm-hmm. you see that battle uh, being played out in the military, even right. where um, legislation is being passed, trying to eliminate you know, DEI within the military completely. Okay. Um, but you also have in, in many states, and we talked about the Stop Woke Act mm-hmm. um, yeah. last week when yeah. we talked about education. But the the idea of Stop Woke wasn't just for, for education. You know, the acronym WOKE in that piece of legislation in Florida stood for Stop Wrong... <laughs> um, against our kids and employees, right? So it's the, it was an O in there. I forget what the O stands for. <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, so it's W-O-K-E. You know, they're trying to mm. play mm. on the word woke so that mm. yeah, wrong to our kids and employees. The, we, the O was is, the out. A lot of acronyms, right? Now woke right. is an acronym. Woke is an acronym. We're going to stop. But it's being used ne- negatively. Wrong. Or, or different. Right. <laughs> wrong to our kids and employees. Okay. And so okay. there's legislatures, state legislatures for the most part, who, who view this DEI as a negative to the employees. Mm. And so they've uh, many states have passed legislation trying to um, discourage companies from instituting these things. And you see that battle in Florida. You know, a lot of the battle in Florida with Disney is mm-hmm. in relation to the DEI stuff. Right. And the reason why the, the Stop Woke legislation got kind of derailed a bit is because the court said you can't make private companies, <laughs> you know, tell them how they train mm-hmm. their employees. You can't, right. you can't make them do that. And so, you know, you see legis- legislation coming out that is really trying to um, discourage companies and discourage government agencies from um, striving for diversity, equity, and inclusion hmm. um, in their workplaces. Right. So you, so you have that battleground going on. Definitely. 
And so what is another battleground that we have? Well, we mentioned um, kind of colleges and universities. Yes. I would say in particular with those, uh, I mean, one of the places where it's really being fought is in, uh, you know, entrance, like uh, who can be accepted as a student. Yes. Uh, What is that? I'm trying to think of what is that office called? Uh, Admissions. Admissions. There it is. I was like, why? (laughs) Too many acronyms. Things are happening. We don't even know the real words of stuff anymore, right? But yeah, in the office of admissions, I mean, that is a really serious battleground, right? And so universities are trying to say, hey, we need to be more diverse. Right. You know, maybe historically we've been very uh, majority. We've had mostly majority students. We need more minority students. And, and so we need to be more diverse. We need to accept into admissions. We need to, you know, bring into our university uh, more uh, people of color, people of um, various backgrounds. I mean, those types of things. And then you've got the other side pushing back and saying, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. The only thing that should matter is merit. Merit. Yeah. Which by they would define grades, um, you know, grade on a maybe grades in high school, grades on big test, ACT. Yeah. Uh, you know, the other other extracurricular tests. activities. Yes. Right? You know, the stuff that goes on the college admissions. Right. And if they if because they they feel and again, there's this outcry of if you accept a student because he you know, we have we have similar merits. Yes. But you accept this student because he's black and I'm white. All that is, is another form of racism, right? Yes. I mean, you, you, you flip the switch, you know? Right. And so, so there are other college and universities. Now the universities though are saying, but we, <laughs> we value diversity. Yes. And we want diversity. And, and we and see, that, and that's the difference between the previous affirmative action where you had a quota, you know, this kind right. of quota, we need this amount of students versus what they're saying now is we value diversity. Right. We feel like diversity is, is in of itself a merit, right? That's right. Yeah. And so that's kind of the difference now is that it's not just, you know, affirmative action, like it, you know, once was, you know, mm-hmm. being kind of forced to have a certain number of people, they're saying, we're not even being forced to do this. We're going to do it because diversity in and of itself is a merit. And, and I think they would say, I mean, along the reason why they see that as a merit is because they're thinking we're training. I mean, I'm just going to pick something. We're training doctors. Yes. We're training teachers. We're training, you know, people who are going to go and work in these fields. They need to have experience with folks from different backgrounds. Yes. <laughs> right? Doctors need to know what that's about when they're yeah. treating patients who are maybe from a different culture or they're a minority or whatever. And so the schools are looking at that and saying, if all we have is minorities or uh, majority students, right, then we're, our, our training is going to actually suffer. Yeah. We're not going to be equipping students to go and uh, handle real world situations that they're going get to get into in our country um, if they don't have some some type of experience with diversity. Yes. And so I, th- I think that's a different side of the argument, right? It's it something that we need to we need to see and um, something that is is again, I, I understand the merit argument, right? Hey, I made this grade on the ACT and I should get I should get in before this guy. right. And, uh, and yet there is this this other side, right? 
Yeah. So what else? What is another maybe uh, front where you um, see this battle? Yeah, you know, just kind of continuing the, the college and universities, you know, idea. <laughs> you weren't it's, ready to move away from that well, front no, just Actually, yet, right? it's, yes. it's, like a, it's like a separate okay. front. Yes. And the same, you know, it's so many different, you know, versions of this battle is happening mm-hmm. at colleges and universities. So you, you have this idea of inclusion, yeah, you know, right. really promoting inclusion, mm-hmm. you know, on the college campus. So we want everybody to feel like this idea of a safe space. Yeah. Everybody's, very big, you know, yes. very popular mm-hmm. is safe here. All ideas are safe here. But at the same time, you have on these campuses where more conservative people will come, people who are even who would be against um, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Mm-hmm. will come and, and be prepared to speak or come to speak. And you have boycotts and you have right. protests. So is it really, you know, Inclusion. everybody's included mm-hmm. or we're just making sure everybody's, you right. know, certain thoughts are not included. And that's, right. you know, that's the battle um, that is being fought as well. It's, and wouldn't you say that really fuels? Yes. I mean, like. It's council culture, right? That, that's I mean, where this idea it, of council culture comes right. in is that. Well, you're saying you're for inclusion, but when we come mm-hmm. and try to speak, then you right. want to counsel us. So are you really mm-hmm. for inclusion? So mm-hmm. that means all of this DEI stuff is really just a front. Right. You, you know, we're now we're against it because you're you're, you're counseling right. us whenever we try to come mm-hmm. when people who don't think like you try to come. And that's the whole idea. Right. Of inclusion. People mm-hmm. who are different from one another, right. <laughs> you know, come together right. and be a part of something. Mm-hmm. But if certain people are excluded, which, again, that's that's a discussion that we need to have. Should certain people yeah. should, be excluded? Is, this, is that wise? Does yeah. inclusion mean everybody mm-hmm. should be welcomed? And, and right. you know, people who are against DEI would say, yeah, we, we, we need all all right. people represented. And, mm-hmm. and the people who would, you know, who are on these colleges and universities would say, no, you, some of your thoughts are too toxic. Mm-hmm. You're making this too space narrow, unsafe, you know, right? Mm-hmm. You're actually full of hate. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that that would be... And But then who gets to define that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> who gets to define which right. thoughts are, are safe and which thoughts are, you know, hateful right. or, you know, whatever phobic you want to say, phobia you want to try to make up and point people towards, then... Right. You know, you can call it that. And so you, you have that battle going on at colleges and universities as well. And then you have the whole hiring practices with faculty mm-hmm. and that battle going on as well. Like, should it be on merit or do we need a diversity even in our staff? Because we have a diverse group of people. Right. A diverse group of students right. on our campus. So we need a diverse group of faculty as well. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's so many different battles just happening, you know, right mm-hmm. there on our college campuses and in, in, in university campuses. And again, you have legislatures coming in and saying, well, you can't do that because many of them are public institutions. Mm-hmm. You know, they can, they have some oversight, right. the legislatures do, the state government does. And so they can come in and say, if you do this, then you're going to get in trouble. Right. So you got that battle in that sense. And mm-hmm. Another, another. Now let's move on to a different <laughs> front. Unless you want to <laughs> right. add something. No, no, no. To, you're good. You're good. Yes. I okay. So that, yeah. let's go to the marketplace. Yeah. Like, okay, what we buy, what we sell, and so, you know, how do we see that? How do we see that this battle in the marketplace? Well, I mean, don't you think 
I mean, it's it's interesting to think about. This is where social media has changed. Oh man, the marketplace. Yes, right. Because a company's Twitter account. Oh man, will say, will communicate something about that company. Yes, right. So if they share a post from about DEI, or they don't share a post, right? I mean, you're you're going to start putting them into groups based yeah. upon. Their social media, right? What right. they do with Twitter or what they do on, um, you know, TikTok and other places, right? And so that that's actually a battleground, right? Because you've got companies who really all they care about is getting the as many people as they can to buy their product, right? I, I say that facetiously because yeah. some companies are not like that, but yeah. but but a lot of companies, right? They're just thinking bottom line, bottom right? Line, we right. want to appeal to as large a group as we can. And so you've got some people who are for DEI saying, well, if you're going to appeal to us, you need to have these kinds of policies. Yes. You need to have these kinds of posts and these kinds of whatever. And then you have the other group on the other side who's saying, if you put more posts like that out, we will, you know, we'll never buy your product. Yes. Right. Right. Um, and so I, I think that's a real interest. That's, I mean, in some sense that's new, right? I mean, it's a newer, because used to the company was kind of viewed from their advertisements and I mean, right. be product. Yeah, right. you got a good product. We yeah. just gonna buy it. We don't care right. what you stand for. Right. Like <laughs> no. we, you know, we don't care. Like if your nah. if your food tastes good, we'll buy it. You yes. know? But that's not really. I mean, things are changing. Yeah. You know, there is a, a kind of an expectation. I mean, uh, you know, one of the ones that we probably don't have time to talk to, but that's even true in sports. Yes. Right? I mean, people are, you know, boycotting certain sports because either they're they're either pro DEI or they're anti DEI, right, right, or right. whatever, and and not just DEI but other issues. Yeah, and so um, there, so yeah, it makes a difference, right? You gotta you gotta take a stand somewhere. Yeah, I think we've, I think people realize that what talks in our nation is money. Yeah, and so groups started putting pressure on companies to. Yeah. Okay, what are you investing in? Mm -hmm. Like, what are you, what are you, you know, donating money to? What mm -hmm. are you standing up for? Because you have the power to actually affect change in right. these situations. And, you know, even connecting it with sports, you know, mm -hmm. the Washington football team for yes. many years said we would never change our name. Right. We're never going to change our name. Mm -hmm. When their sponsors started to say you change your name or right. we walk, mm -hmm. that's when you know you really got momentum mm. on that. And so now you have companies who are trying to show themselves to be allies to groups who are oppressed. And mm -hmm. so, but then what happens is you know, these groups show themselves to be allies and you have people who are against DEI who would say, well, you're virtue signaling. Mm -hmm. Like you, you really don't care about these groups. Right. You're just, you know, trying to get their support, just trying you're to get their whatever support. you need to say to get their support. But yeah. then even there's, there's a weird thing that happens sometimes when they come out in support of the oppressed groups where the groups will actually say, well, where were you when? Mm, like, right. where were you when this happened? Right, or right. are you haven't actually gone far enough? Like, mm -hmm. you went this far. We want you to go yeah. all the way far. Right. And so, and, and even to the point where, you know, some would say who are against DEI that, you know, you, you are actually promoting sin. And so we saw mm -hmm. the, the kind of issue with Target being boycotted earlier 
Mm -hmm. I believe it was earlier this year, right? Mm -hmm. Where, you know, they, during Pride Month, they had the Mm -hmm. LGBTQ, which is something they've done for several years. And you had people actually coming into the store, destroying displays and, and just saying, we're not going to shop at Target anymore. And Target, you know, reversed course. They mm-hmm. they took some of the stuff down because right. they didn't want that you know mm-hmm. they didn't want any smoke from that you know being mm-hmm. accused of being woke and yep. and all those different things so I mean you have this that battleground there but you even have it to the point where like the the weird thing that I saw in social media made this worse was they even went after Chick Fil A I know who goes after <laughs> Chick Fil A right. like Chick Fil A was actually you know supports many conservative right. you know. Um, causes right but because chick-fil-a had a a vice president of mm-hmm. dei yeah like they said they that position chick-fil-a is mm-hmm. woke like not not yeah. even realizing how you know chick-fil-a actually executes it didn't matter they had the, they had the position they had the position that was mm-hmm. it use and the so, language yeah you're out no. so now because you know the right was saying we have to boycott chick-fil-a right. and i was like this is this is you know you're you're eating yourselves like you're, you're being right. cannibals right you yeah, know chick-fil-a yeah. really does su- support i mean it wasn't long ago that the lgbtq yeah uh, movement was against was Chick-fil-A, against Chick-fil-A, right and they're so getting it from both sides getting it from right? both sides so yeah, it's like yeah. okay and they, i mean even in them announcing you know not they weren't even announcing it they had some position well before people realized it mm-hmm. but even in doing that they brought up you know, God, like we want to be good stewards and, you know, things to that nature. And, um, but still it wasn't enough. It's like the fact that you have this position yeah, that is for diversity, equity, and inclusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to boycott Chick-fil-A right. because they've gone woke. That's right. They were labeled woke. Right. And so we're going to boycott them. And yeah, it's sad, weird. Sadness. So what, so Kenny, we kind of talked about all this, and obviously we could go. There's a whole lot of depth of things we could say, but what yeah. what should what should be our Christian response to this particular battle? Yeah, I, I believe you know our first response. One of, one of our responses should be that we should value minority perspectives. Yes, and so when it does come to the idea of diversity and equity and inclusion. There does need to be a, a biblical understanding of those terms and what that means for the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And so, like all of our brothers and sisters should have should feel like they have a voice mm-hmm. within the body of Christ. Yep. And and if they don't, then as we, are, we you know we've said this a lot, like the church actually suffers. Yep. Whenever we miss out on whatever perspective that is in the minority at the time, whether that's a ethnic perspective, whether Mm -hmm. that is a, you know, a gender perspective, male, female, whether that's a, um, even age perspective, like Mm -hmm. we're, we're missing out whenever we say, uh, we only need this one perspective. Mm -hmm. We're going to miss out on something I believe that God even would have for us. Right. Um, for our edification, Mm-hmm. If we say we don't need that, so we, we should be people who strive for diversity, equity, and inclusion in a godly right. way. Yeah, let me let me kind of uh, piggyback on that a little bit because yeah. I want to speak to our majority culture folks. Like, yeah. like I understand the argument of you know if you're if you're hiring church staff, yeah. you know Matt Chandler got in trouble for this, right? You're hiring church staff. 
and and you are saying, hey, we we want to hire, uh, we want our we want our staff to be diverse. Yeah, and so we're 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 a majority church. Our history is majority, you know, majority culture, and yet we want to try to move directions and becoming more diverse. And so we're going to purposefully hire, you know, people of a different race or different background to try to represent our community that's around us. Right. And and then people push back with, no, you should only be hiring based on merit. Yes. You know, who's got the most experience and who's the best, whatever. I think the problem, like I get that. That sounds like, yeah, that's right. You know, uh-huh. you should only be hiring based on merit. The pushback, though, in those kinds of situations is to say, no, there is merit in this person's background. There's yes. actual merit in their differences. There's merit in their diversity. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think if, if you can't see that, if, if for some <laughs> reason you, you just can't see that, I mean, I, I think you really need to kind of, kind of take a heart check and say, why can't I see, why can't I see that hiring somebody from a, a minority background would actually improve the ministry of the church? Right. You know, would actually be a good thing. Um, but I mean, Chandler talked about that. I mean, specifically he said, I would hire a, you know, they, they have these, uh, groups that grade candidates, yes. right? And so if the candidate got a eight and he was white or another candidate got a seven and he was black, Chandler made the statement, I would hire the guy with a seven yeah, because of my value on diversity. And boy, I mean, people really pushed back on right. that. Well, that's just terrible. But I think what Chandler was trying to say is that his his different culture, his different bracket, which his church needed, yes, kind of bumped him merit wise from a seven to an eight, maybe a nine. Right, you know, it bumped him up. Right, and so I think I think we need to really see that. Yeah, and I think the majority culture needs to lead the way in that. Yeah, because we've really struggled, right? Which kind of leads us to a second Christian response. Right. Yeah, I would say you know be willing to sacrifice to yes. correct the the previous previous injustices that yeah. occur. And and man, you know, I think that's that's kind of where we get to the the kind of prideful, mm. just vitriol that we start to yeah. see mm. is that we forget the history that yep. we're coming from. Uh, yeah. Like it's it's not like. <laughs> you know, we all had um, equity in the sense of equal opportunity. Right. And I mean, it's not like that's even debatable. Right. <laughs> that, that is yeah. obvious that there was discrimination not too long ago in our nation's history. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be willing to sacrifice in order to correct that. And right. so, th- you know, thinking about Philippians 2, you know, consider others um more than yourselves, right? Yep. You know, it gives the example of Jesus, but you know, and I even like Ephesians two. In Ephesians two, it, it talk Paul talks about how Jesus abolished the law and his practices in mm. order to bring the Gentiles into the people of God. Right. And we just can hurry up and rush over that and not consider the implications of that. Mm-hmm. But think about if you're Jewish yeah. <laughs> at that time, yes. which would have been the majority. Right. Um, in the people of God at that point in time, like they have abolished circumcision as mm-hmm. a prerequisite to be a part of the people of God. Mm-hmm. And you have been all your life. You have been told that people who are uncircumcised are unclean. Yeah. Like I'm not supposed right. to have anything to do with them. Right. And now God is telling you, no, mm-hmm. everybody's being brought in by grace through faith mm-hmm. in Jesus and that doesn't even matter anymore. Right. 
and we're going to give up all the idea of unclean foods. Mm-hmm. Like at first you're told not to even touch it. Don't even right. <laughs> be around people who eat it. Mm-hmm. And now God is saying, no, I want you with these people because we're right. no longer doing that. We're being, you're saved by grace through faith. Yeah. We're not doing that anymore. Hun- and you think I mean, about how hard that would have been. Hundreds of years. Yes. Hundreds and hundreds of years yes. of tradition. Right. right. You know, in their culture. To give it up. Yeah. To welcome in a group of people who had historically, you know, if they practiced that way, they were left out, right? Yep. They were left mm-hmm. out of the people of God. And so they were, they had to sacrifice and we're, we're going to have to, you're, you're going to have to sacrifice to correct some of their previous injustices. Right. And that's, yeah. And the idea that it wasn't difficult, I mean, just look at Peter. Right. He had to have a vision. You know, yes. then he <laughs> still struggled with still it. Still struggled with it, yeah. right? You got Paul correct him in Galatians, right? I mean, like yeah. like it's a struggle, you uh-huh. know. Like it was a struggle for um for those um Jewish uh, believers to let 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 those traditions go. Right. And so it is hard. It is I mean, it is a real sacrifice. Yeah. But it's something that we should be willing uh to do. What else what else would you add as far as maybe a uh Christian response? So I would say in regards to, you know, the idea of people being canceled or, you mm. know, went to boycott and what to embrace as far as DEI. Right. And I would say we we as the people of God have to use biblical discernment and wisdom in right. what we support and yeah. in what we reject. Yeah. Because we can we can easily say that it's easy you, nobody should ever be canceled, mm-hmm. meaning that we should never, you know, say, <laughs> you know, these people are out of bounds. Um, yeah, right. They they should be included as well. But that's not right. That's not wise. That's not biblical mm-hmm. either. Right. You know, if somebody is divisive, we're supposed to yeah. exclude them, right? Yeah. False teachers, right? We're right. constantly warned to deal with yeah. that. Yeah, right. And so, or we can easily say you should never boycott you know, a company based on their ideas for, of DEI. But Mm -hmm. if their idea of DEI is sinful, according Mm -hmm. to the word of God, then it is right to say, I'm going to be a good steward over the money God has given me. um, So I I might not, you know, shop at this place anymore, but you better realize again, you're going to have that issue. You might not eat. That's right. (laughs) Right. It's going to be really difficult to be really difficult to consistently apply that all the way across the board. You got to even lead with grace with your brothers and sisters. That's what I was going to say. Lead with grace in this area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who say, um, you know, I am going to shop here because this is not, you know, as serious as you're making it out to be, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you know, it's the whole idea of whether you what what do you buy in the market that Paul had to get into with the uh, Corinthians, right? Right. You know, food yeah. bought it, sacrificed to idols. That yeah, yeah. Whether you eat it or whether you don't eat it, whether you buy it or don't buy it, and and things right. of that nature. So you know, leave with grace with your brothers and sisters in regards to that. Mm, good. Yeah. So that leaves us with uh, a crazy question, crazy question for today. Yeah. And all we've talked about feels like we've given you 5,000 acronyms. D-I-E-S-G. E-S-V. Woke. <laughs> Woke. <laughs> Woke is an acronym. Woke is an acronym. Yes. Yeah. So all these. So Kenny, crazy question. Yes. What's the craziest acronym? Yeah. So uh, craziest acronym to me that was invented was the idea doing nuclear war. If two, you know, Two people who had nuclear, two countries who had nuclear capabilities. They yes. had this idea of MAD, 
which mm-hmm. stood for mutually assured destruction. So our idea to prevent nuclear war was called MAD. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you shoot a nuke at us, we're going to shoot one back Not at like you. Not like peace or no. survive, no. live. No. no, it was like MAD. mad. Mutually yeah. assured destruction. Yes. Like, we're going to destroy yeah. you if you destroy us. Yes, that's yes. not a good idea for no, that is nuclear not, war. So, what about helpful. you, brother? So, I I would use um, I I would use a dare. Remember dare? Yeah, like I remember the, dare. The group. I was I was very involved. I was a dare role model, Kenny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I was a dare role model at my high school. Oh man! And and the acronym it actually stood stands for Drug Abuse Resistance Education. Yes, which is fine, right? right. All that is fine, but dare kind of leaves you wondering, like. What do you mean? Like, are, are you, you daring dare- me to do drugs? Right. Are you daring me to not do drugs? Like, what's what? what what's, what's going on here? So yeah, I just, that was a little confusing on what exactly we're daring people to do. So right. Anyway, well, hey, thanks so much for uh, hanging with us this week. We hope that was helpful, and uh, we'll catch up with you next week. God bless you. Thanks so much for listening to the Diversity and Fellowship podcast. If you want to join the discussion, please send us your questions and your comments to diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. That's diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, keep laboring by God's grace to be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ.